Today's gospel passage comes from John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. And Jesus is speaking to his disciples one last time on the night before his crucifixion. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Like many of you, I was saddened to hear of Harvey's passing over this past weekend. He will be greatly missed. But I am grateful that I had the chance to get to know him, even if it was for just a little bit over a year. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to be his pastor and that I had the opportunity to sit with him and to laugh together and to pray together and to talk about life. The scripture that I just read, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to think that Christ personally prepares a place for each and every one of us. But on this day, it makes me feel good to know that he prepared a place for Harvey. To know that he is in the presence of Christ now and for all of eternity. It is why we as Presbyterians refer to memorial services as a service to the witness to the resurrection. It is a reason why my stole and these pyramids are white. Because here we are reminded of the hope that because of what Christ accomplished on our behalf, we have eternal life with God now and for the rest of our days. This passage also makes me smile because of how Christ describes to his disciples that he goes to repair many different rooms. It reminds me of what Harvey did for many of you. Harvey's favorite holiday was Thanksgiving. He loved bringing people together to his house under his roof and having you have a meal together. To have you be together. He loved that. That day is a reflection of his kindness of his generosity, of his hospitality, and it serves as a true reflection of Christ towards his family, friends, members of LBPC, the entire community. And he did this his entire life. Here's what else I love about this passage. This image of many rooms in the mansion, the rooms are different. They each serve their own unique purpose. As we can tell from this gathering, Harvey Sr. was the patriarch of 11 amazing kids. A family that extends far and wide. Now normally in a memorial service, I personally name the names of every single family member. When I received the family list this week, 
of 11 kids, 31 grandkids, 19 great-grandkids, and one great-great-grandkid. Hope I got that all right. I had to chuckle a little bit and say, well, it's not gonna happen this time. <laughs> so even though I'm not gonna mention each and every one of you by name, here's what I am gonna share with you. And this is connected to those different rooms. Till his very last breath, he knew and loved each and every one of you. He knew you by name, he knew you, what you were up to, he knew what you did for a living. I know this because he told me. He'd say, so-and-so is a teacher. So-and-so is an electrician. So-and-so works on the farm. And it went, went on and on and on. You are like those individual rooms. He knew every detail of your life. And he shared those details with me with a great sense of pride. I was very fortunate to visit with Harvey Sr. a couple weeks ago. We had a great talk. We laughed together. We prayed together. We're sharing back and forth. You all probably know this. He was doing most of the sharing. I was doing most of the listening. But I was fine with that because I got to learn all about you as I just shared. I got a chance to learn all about Long Valley and the history of it. I got a chance to learn about his connection to this church. You name it, the things that he talked about. But finally, when I got a chance to talk, here's what I shared with him. I said, Harvey. When I pick up my weekly CSA share, when my wife and my daughter go into the store, when I go in and I pick up the vegetables to start off my garden, when my daughter and her friends go to the sunflower maze or to the concert that's on your grounds, here's what I can tell. They take pride in their work. They do everything well they pay attention to detail and that is a reflection of how you raise them and you should have seen the smile on his face you should have seen the source of pride that he had when I shared that with him and so as I share this with you the way you run art farms, the way that you are a teacher, the way that you are an electrician is a reflection of who he was. What's the saying? An apple doesn't far, fall too far from the tree. And so know that you remain a living reflection of Harvey and will continue to, even after he has passed. Now I share the reality that he has passed with you. And I bring up something that is hard because I know he will be greatly missed. And it is good. It is healthy to be sad and to feel that ache in knowing that you won't get a chance to be with him again. 
But we are comforted this day in knowing that he is no longer in pain. He is no longer bound to that recliner. He is no longer missing his wife, Edith, who he is married to for 63 years, who passed away 12 years ago, and that he died peacefully in his sleep. And that was an answer to his prayers. He was ready. He lived a good, long, amazing 95 years. Or as he would tell you, 120 years. <laughs> he was as sharp mentally as you can get, but you could not convince him otherwise that he was 120-something years old. Let me finish with this. And it's connected to farming, so I think it's appropriate. In the very next chapter in John 15, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain connected to me, your life will bear much fruit. Harvey's life bared much fruit. Here are my reflections for you. In these moments, sometimes we start to reflect about our own mortality. Every life comes to an end sometime. God created each and every one of us, and we have a physical part to us, we have a mental part to us, and we have a spiritual part to us. If we take care of our physical body, it flourishes. If we don't, and if we eat a bunch of junk food, our physical body suffers. Same thing is true with our spiritual lives. Days like today serve as a healthy reminder of the importance of staying connected to God, the true vine, and not neglecting the spiritual aspect of our lives. What are you connected with that will help you remain spiritually healthy? Is it this church? If so, great. Is it another church or parish? If so, great. Is it another faith community? If so, great. Whatever and wherever it is, stay connected and nourish your spiritual health and well-being so that your life will bear fruit. Here's my second reflection. Even though Harvey Sr. is gone, it is important that you remain connected as a family. Harvey would want that. You know that. And so during this tough time, come alongside one another, support one another, stay connected to one another. And even after the season of grief has passed, stay connected to this special, amazing family that you are a part of. There is no doubt Harvey is smiling down on us today, on his family, on his church family, on his community. Harvey is with the Lord. He is at peace. And he loves having us all together. One more time. Amen.